Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Bo. Mikes. Hey everybody, welcome to Both Mikes. Hey, Both Mikes is a show about nothing and everything. That is Mike Sofka. And that, wherever he is, is Mike Taylor. And together, we are both Mikes. Yes, welcome to show number 125 of both yeah. Mikes, heard everywhere. Right. Yeah. 125. Right. 125. Wow. 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 <clears throat> yeah. And uh, folks, if you're, if you're listening to us for the first time, you can find us anywhere podcasts can be heard. You'll find us on YouTube, find us on Facebook, find us at bothmikes.com. Yes. Yeah. So, hey. How's it going, Mr. Sofka? How's things? How's life? Good, good. Everything's good, I guess. I mean, yourself? Yeah, yeah all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, things are good. Things are good. But, yeah. So, so you, I heard you had this uh, thing you came up with just before we went on air here. What, what yeah, happened well, with the it, guy and Bucky's and all well, this it, stuff? Well, it's... It, my, my wife this morning is watching the, the Jacksonville News, and she goes, Hey, this happened right by us. She goes, I saw this car yesterday. It's on the side of the road with the door open. Like, all right. So I come in and look. And sure enough, uh, I pulled it up on, uh, whoa, I did pull it up. Where'd it go? I pulled it up on the uh, the old interwebs, if I could find my email, uh, from news4jacks.com. Local news, teenagers, teenager leads trooper on high-speed chase after threatening Orlando police, FHP say. So this guy is from Virginia, 16-year-old boy. And I guess he's in contact with a 13-year-old girl in Orlando. <coughs> you know, texting back and forth and, and doing what, what stupid kids do. And I guess uh, parents got privy of it, called the police. Police called him out on it. And he starts calling he starts calling the police department and saying, hey, I'm going to come down there and shoot you people. I'm going to get all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to get every last I'm one. I'm not of trying you. to laugh at that. It's just <laughs> brazen. Do that. Right? Brazen. At 16 years old, that's the last thing I was thinking about, shooting a freaking cop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, he steals dad's car from Virginia and makes his way to Florida. And what kind of car was it? Do we know? It was a gray Ford Escape. Wow. Okay. So at least he got good fuel economy on the way down here, paying for right, right. And probably eco boost the whole nine yards. Uh, <coughs> so yeah, he gets two two exits up, and uh, a uh, FHP cop spots him and pursuits starts pursuing him, and this kid starts flipping him off in the mirror, the rear view mirror, giving him the finger. <laughs> Wow, yeah, because that usually works. That usually, that, yeah, yeah. Stalwart's the situation. The cop backs off. Yeah, turns backs off. off says, hey, you know what? I, I hear a yes. donut. I didn't realize you had a middle finger. Right. right. Yes. Two of them at that. Yes. Um, so yeah, be, between that exit and our exit is ten miles. It's exit three thirty three. We're at exit three twenty three, and uh, the cop gets behind him and in traffic does a pit maneuver. Wow. Yeah, kids in the fast lane does a pit maneuver. A kid spins out into the median on the on the left. Wow. Cop gets out, starts yelling, draws his gun. Kid buckles like you like a like a house of cards. Opens the door, has his hands up, gets not even one step out of the car, and he's like on the ground with his hand behind his back. So. Yeah, yeah, a little excitement, and literally like the exit you you see this like exit and has the arrow. When they have uh, the the dash cam, I'll I'll share it on bothmikes.com, uh, um, both both mics Facebook page. Uh, you can see the sign that says exit here. That's how close to the the Bucky's slash both mics compound two uh, house it was. So yeah, wow. yeah, and you know, like I said, my wife was. So what was up. the plan? I mean, so the parents called because the kid was threatening the. The cops, them, and no. then the parents call the cops. Then he threatened the cops, and then he actually did get in a car and come down here. He yeah. had a bunch of weapons or what? Th that I don't know. They didn't specify. They didn't specify. I would assume that there were weapons in the car, unless he was just going to come down and give that give them a, a stern talking. Give them the middle finger as well, and they would back <laughs> off. Or... Head, head back home. Maybe take wow. seventy five on the way home. Thank God that this uh, this cop was alert to the bolo and yeah. they they got on him and doesn't yeah. sound like anybody else was hurt or anybody else was injured or killed or anything. So that's right? good. 
usually these things end up with an innocent bystander getting killed or something like right, that. Right. Yeah. No, the, the pit maneuver was a little, a little risky. Yeah. I think, yeah, there was, there was a truck there and it was another car there, but I guess you want to get, you know, you want to get things taken care of. You got to get things taken care of. So, wow. Yeah, crazy. 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 Wow. Crazy. So, did Bucky's make the news? Could you see it in the background or <laughs> the anything? Button, the sign or anything? Actually, I didn't look that closely. I, 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 yeah, I should probably like look at it again and see if it's see if it's there. That that would actually be funny. Yeah, well, free advertising, you know. Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm looking at it here, and it's the sign for for our exit is right there, but you can't even see the the big Bucky sign. You can't even see that. Nope. Well, the yeah. news cameras are conscious enough not to get that in the background, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. According to a, the arrest report, the teenager called Orlando Police Department on Saturday and threatened to kill an Orlando police officer and detective. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Dumbass. Be on the lookout. So, they, yeah, they had a report and everything. 100 miles an hour down the highway, flipping off the troopers through his rear view, rear view window. So did he call the cops or the cops yeah. called him? Now he called the cops. So out of the blue, like, well, maybe, hey, maybe I'm on my way down there. Just want to give you a heads up. I mean, that, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, maybe they did call him. It, it doesn't. Let me let me read the first paragraph. Yeah, you know what? That would be awesome. <laughs> I, actually, I read it earlier. Now you're sounding like me. Jeez. According according to the arrest report, the teenager called Orlando Police Department on Saturday and threatened to kill a police officer and detective. The report did not mention why officers were threatened. Police Department issued a be on the lookout alert Tuesday for when uh, for the teen who then <coughs> who they said had stolen his father's gray Ford Escape and was traveling from Virginia to Orlando. The bolo also included a warrant for the teen's arrest. The report said. The FHA, <clears throat> FHP said the trooper noticed the vehicle driving on 95 and State Road B9, exit 333 in Jacksonville, and attempted to stop the vehicle. When the, the vehicle noticed he was being pursued by police, the trooper said a high-speed chase ensued. The 16-year-old was speeding more than 100 miles an hour, driving recklessly and switching lanes while flipping off the trooper through the rear window. <laughs> Nearly collided with other vehicles, blah, blah, blah. Cop did a pit maneuver. Troopers exited the vehicle, drawn, guns drawn. Teenager exited, lied down on the ground, and was arrested. St. John's County Fire Rescue performed a well-being check on the teen when they arrived at the scene. Yeah, I guess he got... Do they show shot. his picture? Because he's a minor, are they showing his picture? They actually did show. Is that because he's a, a federal, cross state lines, maybe? Well, yeah, because he's guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. So you're looking at the picture. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it up in post here. But here's my question: Looking at his picture, did he do it? <laughs> <laughs> Is it one of those pictures where you got? No. Yeah, no. he did yeah, it. Yeah. Just a, a, a skinny freaking kid. Let's see. It's, it's coming up right now. Yeah. Does he have a bunch of scratch marks on his pale, skinny chest? Okay. He's getting out. Arms up. One, two steps on the ground. Yeah, you, you, you're not close enough to, to distinguish who he is. But they, oh, they I thought maybe they had a mug shot or something. Yeah, right? no, they I didn't pixelate that. anything. No mug shots now. But, yeah, right. excitement, excitement. What's hot in Florida? Yeah, right? Wow. All right, so um, that'll take us right into my second favorite part of the show. Of course, uh -oh. that's the alien update. He's a little bit of an alien, but I think he's mostly, he's an alien, you could be an alien robot, right? Like not all robots are domestic. I computed the aliens. They are capable of sinister and dangerous acts. You weird alien man! Alright, so the alien update, this is where we talk about some of our favorite people that we like to talk about. We're talking about Musk, Bezos, Gates... Uh, Zuckerberg, Branson, all these people that got a lot of money, 7 billion people on the planet. I'm supposed to believe that these handful of people who have advanced our society with technology and their own personal wealth now because of that, don't tell me that 
we've advanced so far and they haven't done this without alien intervention or they themselves are not aliens. This is what we call the alien update for that reason. I'm going to start off with Bezos' little former puppy here, Amazon. They announced (laughs) the Alexa can mimic the voice of deceased relatives. That's crazy. Apparently, there's a show, and I've been wanting to watch it for a while, but my deal is I got to watch the beginning. I can't jump in two or season three. I just can't do it. It doesn't register with me. Okay. Not that I have to watch it from the beginning, because I know some movies aren't that way, but there's a series called Black Mirror, and apparently this is something like that, where voices of the dead can talk back to you. But here's my thing. Yeah. How do I shut this off? Where where are they finding recordings of my deceased relatives? How does this work? I mean, right. it's an AI thing, but is it? I, it'll read me a bedtime story if I want it, and it just it oh, has Lord, their speech you patterns imagine? or what? Uh, extra creepy. And then you take that fake thing that they do with the uh, with the videos lately, where you can't tell whether it's real or not, and they can make the person's lips move. Yep. And if the sound is right, they can take audio from somewhere else. They said something different and misconstrued it. Is that, I mean, is that absolutely crazy. bizarre? Yeah. Yeah. So take a picture and make a picture, picture come to life. Here's my question. All right. Uh, my grandparents are no longer alive. Would Are, are your grandparents alive still or no? No, they're all gone. Yeah. Would you want one of your kids or both your kids to be able to sit down and have their grandparent read them a story via this technology? My grandmother had a very distinct voice. My, my grandmother on my, my dad's side. And uh, she was the last of the grandparents to, to pass away. And uh, no one ever told me she passed away, by the way. Just it was kind of kind of weird that I learned like years later, like, oh, yeah, your grandmother died four years ago. I'm like, what the flip? So, um, but she was, she was in Bro- from the Bronx and she had a, a v- it, it wasn't a like Rosie O'Donnell, annoying New York accent, nothing like that. Uh, but it was, it was very distinct in which she laughed. Oh God. Like, yeah, I, I couldn't even begin to, to, to interpret or, or mimic what she did, what, how her voice was, but her voice was very, very distinct. And that would be funny. To, to see her like read my kids a, a bedtime story <clears throat> or something of, the, of that sort. But I, I could still hear her voice in my head. Like my grandfather, I knew my other grandmother, I knew or my Nana, my, my grandfather that, that was my mom's side from the, the Piantanita side of the family that passed away before I was even born. Uh, but the only <clears throat> voice I can remember is, is my actual grandmother, my dad's side. Her, yeah. Think of it though, because there's certain things that we lean on uh, or maybe you have a memory or a favorite memory of a, of a deceased relative. Can you now go back and revisit that? Think about it. You combine this type technology with the virtual reality thing. Right. Buddy, you're, we're, we are time traveling at that point. Yes, I know it's artificially intelligent right. time travel, but your mentally, your mind is going back to that moment in that exact moment. I mean, that's that's creepy because I can think of memories that I have with certain relatives and so forth. And, you know, to go back and put that on rewind and be able to see that moment again or be part right. of that moment again would I don't know if that would be priceless or not. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Are they supposed to be just that memories that you don't no longer access yeah. or do you think it would yeah. be helpful for us? <laughs> that that's what it's supposed to be, but you know, man, modern technology is is taking everything, you know, to another level. So All right. So now here, yeah. here here's my question. Right. Yes. Do we can we find out what George Washington sounded like? Well, that's where I was going with this. Who's to say they don't have Hitler in a box somewhere ready, ready to go? And I, oh, I mean, just think of they could do the AI thing, and they could make, uh, you know, a certain politician or somebody look like they're talking like Hitler, and shit can happen. I mean, right. I, I'm just saying, I, I, crazy dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, what's what's strange is, you know, World, World War Two, we, we had voice recording back then. You know, I'm talking like Abe Lincoln, Joe Washington, hell, Napoleon, things like that. <clears throat> now, yeah, here's the thing. Napoleon's obviously had to was French, right? Yeah. Can we make 
we make him in his voice speak English? I don't does, see why not. Does, with, does this only work in English? Those people aren't accent, allowed. Though. Like he, he couldn't, he couldn't like be, you know, he, he'd have to be kind of like fresh off the boat with some lessons, you know, like he'd have to speak rough <laughs> English or would he speak perfect diction and all that perfect right, grammar. Right. Wow. Yeah, and then they would change his last name because it was wasn't an American enough, right? What would they name? What would they rename him? Bonaparte. What would well, they, it would be Bona. Bona. He getting Bona. teased in school though. People calling him Boner and stuff. <laughs> wasn't there Are a TV you show? Your Boners apart from you. <laughs> uh, wasn't there a uh, a TV show like where like the sidekick was named Boner? I don't know. Which like the Cameron I, kid. Cameron. I don't get that channel in my house, Mike. I don't know which <laughs> is, that, is that that thing? And you duo? Is that is that Cameron. what you're referring Kurt, to? Kurt Cameron. What was Kurt Cameron in? What what TV show? I don't know. Something on ABC, I'm sure. Kurt Cameron. There's people right now screaming and, at the podcast. And, and, and gold, gold. There was that his sister was something gold. I don't know. I don't know. See, there's certain memories that as I've aged, I've purposely regressed. Like, <laughs> like as a as a server back in the day, yeah. you used to be able to remember a lot of sh- a lot of shit, right? And you had to remember yeah. a lot of shit. Right. Even though you put shit in the computer, you still had to remember a lot of shit. And you had to know what to do, where to go, and all that shit. You had those. But a lot of times I learned short-term memory disposal. Like I could keep information, a ton of it in my head. Then I could go to the bar and get shit faced and lose it all, and go back the next day and do it again. Right, I have to relearn it. <laughs> yeah, it's like Groundhog Day. Oh, it's not the Wonder Years. Growing pains. Growing pains. Yeah. Or was that was that the one with Michael J. Fox? No, that's Family Matters. Growing pains. Growing pains. Kurt Cameron, something gold. Jennifer Gold, someone gold, and Kurt Cameron's. Best friend on the show was is nobody in real life, but his name was Boner. Wow, that mm. took ten fucking minutes, right? Played by a guy that looked like Screech or Skeech or whatever his name was. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <Skeet. coughs> Something like that. All right, so I'm gonna put I'm gonna put up on the Facebook page. There's yes. um Amazon put out a demo of this technology where they used a kid's dead grandma in a morbid oh demo of Alexa audio deep fake. So like all of a sudden this kid's talking to his dead grandma. This was the thing they're actually proud of that they're showing this. Stuff, wow. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, so I don't know. I, I guess you have Amazon, to be proud of is it. Amazon gonna, is Amazon going to pay for this kid's therapy? I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's crazy. And now they're talking about their Amazon's impact on Mars with their Amazon Web Services. But, you know, it's funny because they're the first ones to also censor somebody and not carry their website because they don't agree with their views or whatever or whatever they said. They don't mind violating somebody's free speech, but then they can violate your ancestors free speech by putting out AI that talks like them. I don't. I mean, I see the double standard there. I just don't understand how it's possible. Whatever. I'll put that up so you can watch the morbid thing here. But um, anyway, California Cruise, use, this is where Musk comes in. I know you're used to Musk all the time on Alien Up. <laughs> all right, this is where Musk comes in. Yeah. California Cruise, this is according to uh, Fox ktvu.com. California crews use 4,500 gallons of water to put out a Tesla fire. Wow. Wow. Well, doesn't sound very climate friendly to me. I don't know. <laughs> what's what's supposed to be the shocking this. part? The, the amount of water? Is that is that a lot of water for a car fire? Well, the shocking part is the story itself. I'm glad you asked, Mike. Sacramento, California, Sacramento fire crews used about 4,500 gallons of water to fully extinguish a Tesla that kept reigniting and that ended up submerging the high-tech car in a makeshift pond to fully quell the blaze. The white Tesla was fully involved with fire when the fire crew arrived at the scene in early June, according to the fire district's Facebook June? post. Mm-hmm. The car oh, was okay. It, it's June Petrino. now. Never mind. <laughs> I'm like, the, June. What, you thought we were doing the time travel thing already? Uh, yeah, yeah. 
losing my shit here. The car was parked in the wrecking yard for dismantling after it was greatly damaged from an accident three weeks prior. It took a significant amount of time, water, and thinking outside the box to extinguish, fire crew said. They knocked the fire down, but the car kept reuniting in the battery compartment. Now, we've talked about this before, yep. about the hazards of the batteries after, like, disposal and shit. Here, here's a prime example. The car sitting in a in a dump in a car, you know wreckage lot for three weeks probably for, the only probably the only reason why it's still sitting there is insurance delays and shit like that right and wow three weeks later this car won't stop catching on fire and they use five thousand almost five thousand gallons of water to fully put it out yeah no that's that's not cool now i want you to also think in this one car's lifetime I want you to think of the raw materials it took to put that car together, the rare earth metals it took for all those batteries, then the trucks and machinery to move all that heavy equipment all around the planet. Then it's all assembled in one place in a metal fabricating facility with robots that are made of metal and high tech parts and components and rare earth metals. Then they take that and they take some other rare earth stuff and they put it all together then they put it on a ship and they send it somewhere else to another country and then they use diesel vehicles to move those things around the country these things are so climate friendly though thank god we have them thank god oh and then when you go to plug one in you know where the power comes from the power company yeah sure you just plug it in coal fired power though yep that's where your electric comes from, folks. Wake up. It's not what you think it is. Going green means you're going mean in my mind's eye. You're wasting money on other stuff. No, no, you want, Mike. I'm talking reality. All right, so here's another piece on Musk here. Check this out. Tesla supplier challenges electric vehicle makers' powerful battery with latest launch. This is according to um, BZ Tech. Tesla and their supplier, Contemporary Amperex Technology, they're getting ready to launch an electric car battery with a range of 100 kilometers. No, check that. 1,000 kilometers. That's 620 miles on a single charge. That's better. Right? That's better. Yeah. um, Now, did they do that by adding more batteries, or is it... They claim the battery is 13% more potent than Tesla's 4680 battery to be made by Panasonic. The Qlin battery has an energy density of 255 watt hours per kilogram. Battery charges faster than existing cells and is safer and more durable. Yada, 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 yada. Doesn't say if it's bigger or weighs more or anything like that. I'm sure it's not. You know, I'm thinking more energy... And here's a situation where a battery is going to be hotter, hence, you know, unsafe, unsafe. You know, where, where, where does it stop? You know, last thing you want is one of these catching fire in like one of those hundred car pileups that we get. Can you imagine that? You get a car that you can't you can't extinguish <clears throat> because of the batteries and it's it's blazing fire and there's, you know, 90 other cars around you. All right, so when they dispose of these vehicles, if the batteries don't catch fire, what's that do to the ground and the the ground water and Mother Earth, which we're so glad we saved with this electric vehicle? Uh, we what's just, that do? We just send it to Nebraska and bury it. Yeah. Yeah. That's no what one, we need to do. No one cares about Nebraska. Nice. People still live there? Well, apparently that's where fifteen percent of our fuel's coming from. They're taking all the corn and they're freaking instead of selling it as food, they're putting it into fuel tanks. But that's another story. Go ahead, give the yawn, Mike. <laughs> so, is there anything happening at Disney? Anything fun happening? No, no. Listen, this is good. This is important stuff. According to CNN Business, Apple and Android phones were hacked by Italian software. Google says. Italian software. Yes, yes. An Italian company, CNN Business, so it must be true. An Italian company's hacking tools were used to spy on Apple and Android smartphones in Italy, Kazakhstan, Alphabet's Google said in a report on Thursday. Yeah, spaghetti for dinner. There you go. I made chicken parm. 
Nice. Good. Yeah. Got some leftovers. In some <sighs> cases, Google said it believed hackers using art. CS spyware worked with the target's internet service provider, which suggests they had ties to government-backed actors, said Billy Leonard, a senior researcher at Google. That's a huge statement right there, dude. That I think about that. What? Who who's your backers? It just says in some cases, Google said it believed hackers using RCS spyware, whatever that is. Worked with the target's internet service provider, which suggests they had ties to government-backed actors, said Billy Leonard, a senior researcher at Google. Okay. Now, I, saw, I heard actors. I was like, what? Like Brad Pitt's fucking hacking computers? Mm. Yeah, it's, it's Ocean's 41. <laughs> of course, we all got to find that little Chinese guy that can contort his body and fit Right, suits. right. Yeah. That's freaking hilarious. So not cool. Once here's again, something, here's something. Yeah. Orlando man, check this out. This is Orlando man. This is Florida okay. man right here. I'm gonna put a picture up of him. And when I put his picture up on the screen, when you see it, folks, if you're listening to the podcast, go check out the video because when you see this guy, you're gonna say, "Yeah, he did it." Orlando <laughs> man says, Jen, suspected of stealing 393 gallons of gas. Yeah, actually, he I saw the headline somewhere. He turned himself in. About $1,800 of gas was stolen at a Circle K in Eustis. Now, I know right where this Circle K is. Okay. And this is what happened. Mr. Gonzalo e. Almanza. He's 20. He's one of two men suspected of stealing $1,854 worth of gas from a Circle K in Eustis back in April. Eustis okay. police were looking for two men. One to believe, one believed to be this guy, Almenza, and four vehicles. The vehicles were at a pump for an extended period of time at the store on 1915, 1950-19516, State Road 44 report showed. The manager noticed that the pump was going very slow when a Ford pickup truck was there. She went outside and attempted to confront the pickup's driver, but the driver left. And according to the report, the manager noticed the tamper tape was removed from the pump and then an unauthorized device was inside of it. The Eustis Police Department released photos of the four vehicles in April, as well as photos of two suspects. This guy here, Almanza, is facing five charges with a total bond amount of $42,000. Wow. They got pictures of this guy, like he's filling up his truck, he goes in the store, picking out a candy bar, whatever. Right. Acting all cool while getting gas. Wow. <laughs> Buddy, that's crazy. So yeah, they, they I, broke into the they broke into the pump itself. I guess so. I guess yeah. it's all electrical yeah. stuff. You know, they found some device that they could put in there. I'm always worried about paying at the pump because I don't want anybody to steal my credit information that way. It seems right, that's right. that's where they always get it from the gas pump, from the gas pump, from the gas pump. So, yeah. Well, if you have the if I'll you have go the, inside. the chip in the chip in your card, that helps. And it's a lot quicker. You know when you got to you got to slide the card in and you got to wait for like 30 seconds for it to to go through. If you have the little chip and you just kind of like put it up there and it goes beep Boom. Yeah, I'm, your gas. So I'm nervous quicker. about those things with chips in them in your in those cards because I think that uh, people can have RFID readers and they can pick that shit up. They can be standing. Like let's say you're in McDonald's and guy stands behind you. Why I know why would you be in McDonald's? I know. Well, let's say you're <laughs> somewhere. Okay, guy standing behind you and he can have this handheld device and he can pick up all your credit card information including your four pin four digit pin code and your address your zip code all that shit from your card by standing behind yeah. you yeah i don't know if he can it, i think you have to be a lot closer than that you know you, if that was the case you would walk by a gas pump and the gas pump would activate right no i'm not saying activate no i'm not saying activate well, i'm it, saying it, it if, can relay if the gas that pump can read it if the if the gas pump can read it then it would activate. I mean, somebody else can. No, if oh. the gas pump can read it, somebody else can. There can be a thing that's a device that reads it, not attached to a gas pump that can also read it. Who knows? No, Stop. I don't think so. Stop. Yeah, you don't. 
You don't think, see, here's, here, here's, see, early in my restaurant career, one of the things I used to do is I used to troubleshoot restaurants. I used to go from store to store to store and find the problems and solve them. And what you need to do first, the very first thing you need to do is you need to think like somebody is going to steal something or somebody's going to take something or somebody's going to give something away or what have you. You need to find those holes and you need to close them. Somebody's taking a case of ribs out the back door, whatever. You had to find those problems. So the first thing you need to do is walk around and figure out if you were a scumbag, if you were a thief, if I was going to rob this place, if I was going to rip this place off, if I was going to give away a ton of shit, how would I do it? Where would I do it? What would I do? I can't help it. That's how my mind thinks. Right. You don't think there's nefarious people out there that do no, shit like that? Every day. Every day. Yeah. But right. now, I, I've actually I've told you gasoline stealing stories in the past, right? On the yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh <coughs> there was a gas station. It was called A A one or AI AI gas station. And it was like a one off like mom and pop type place. And it was over by the hospital a couple towns away from where I grew up. And they would leave the lights on overnight. You know, they would close up at eight o'clock, ten o'clock, whatever the case may be. And, and they would, and these are the old school pumps where you had the little thing and you had to turn it and you put the gas pump in, blah, blah, blah. And what people never realized is if they didn't turn the electricity off on the pump, yeah, the actual pump would work. Yeah. They had places for padlocks. But this particular place didn't play a padlock their pumps and they left their pumps on. They probably had some dumb kid, 16 year old working there. And he, when he closed up, he, you know, he would turn on the, the lights and everything and not turn off the pumps and go home. Well, a buddy of mine found out that he can go up to the gas station at midnight, put the pump in the gas tank, fill up his gas tank because he never turned the pumps off. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it probably took. Uh, a couple months to to figure out the guy was losing money well, hand see, over I, fist. Podcasts like that. I was I was out in the middle of nowhere and I had targeted. I would make runs every once in a while from Atlanta to the you know Central Florida back and forth. And you know you you get those geared thoughts in your head. Okay, I'm going to go 300 miles. I'm going to go 200 miles. I'm going to get off at this exit and get gas. You're kind of planning ahead. You right. Know? Right. So I, I I was cutting it close on gas, and I knew I was safe to this exit, but I wasn't safe to the exit past this one. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stop here and get gas. I realized how late it was. It was a Sunday night or something, and everything was fucking shut down off this exit, dude. Everything was dark. Everything was out. I was like, wow. the, the fast food places, every, everything was done, dude. And I was like, holy crap. So I rolled into this gas station, and I was thinking about stopping at and everything was dark, and I pulled up to the pump. Now the pump lights were on, but I put in my card to make the pump work, and it worked, and I was able to get gas. No, yeah. I, I was like, holy crap, I can't believe that worked. So it wouldn't let me steal the gas. I mean, I <laughs> wouldn't even think of that, but I, it wouldn't let me. But yeah. Right, as an adult. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hell, yeah. I was just I was happy to get the gas. Here, I'll pay twice. Right. I'm about to run yep. out. <laughs> yep, yeah, I... I... Ran out of gas. Last time I ran out of gas was on the Florida Turnpike. I was on the phone. You know, I, I knew how much gas I had, and I was on the phone talking to somebody. And I passed an exit, and on the Turnpike, they're not every couple miles; they're every couple dozen miles. And I was between two exits talking on the phone, and sure enough, I ran out of gas on the way home. From the Cheap Trick concert in Miami that you, me, and your wife went yeah. to. Yeah, I remember that because yeah. when I walked into the hotel, it said, Welcome Black Nurses Association, and you wrote on the bottom of it, and Mike Sofka <laughs> on the bottom of it. That was great. <laughs> yeah. was, I think I got a picture of that somewhere. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. On the way home, on the way home, I uh, I ran out of gas. I sucked. Nice. So, so be it. All right, so go work, go woke, and go broke. That's the sure thing. Netflix, another round of 300 employees' jobs cut. Last month, 150 jobs were cut from Netflix. This month, 300. That's the second round of job cuts. The cuts amount to 4% of the streaming giant's workforce, mostly U.S. employees, 
Don't you? I guess with subscribers. Don't you think you could probably run Netflix with probably about fifteen people? I could run it from my home office. Yeah, four hundred and fifty people for what? No, that's and that's four. Well, do the math. Four hundred and four. You know, four hundred uh, forty people. Four hundred fifty people. That's only four percent of the, the the workforce there. That's not wow. very many. Wow. Wow. I, I don't I don't get it. Netflix said in February it had lost 200,000 subscribers globally at the start of 2022, a projected decline of 2 million users in the upcoming quarter. I wonder why. The company blamed the drop on a range of factors because that's what we do in this country. Our leader blames everyone else, so the Netflix doing the same. The company blamed the drop on a range of factors, including increased competition, the economy, the war in Ukraine, and the large number of people who share their accounts with non-paying households. Of course, it probably has nothing to say here about you know their political views and who they gave $80 million to to come up with programming on their network. I'll let you research that on your own, but that's why they're losing subscribers. You have Netflix? Do you watch Netflix? I still have it. I need to cancel it. I, uh, I got the 30-day the free trial when yeah. the Motley Crue Dirt movie came out, yeah. and I watched the Dirt twice, and I watched that, that Bird Box movie. Yeah. That's it. You know, 14 days or 30 days, whatever it was. That, that's all I have interest for. You know, so yeah, I I avoid TV. You know, I, I waste I waste more than enough time on this freaking thing, let alone you know watching all kinds of programming on TV. Well, to offset subscriber losses, Netflix is considering adding advertising to the service in return for a lower price subscription. In addition to cutting costs, a move it had long resisted. On Thursday, Netflix chief executive Ted Sanrandas said the company is in talks with several media companies for advertising partnerships such as Alphabet's Google and Comcast NBC Universal for potential potential marketing tie-ups. Wow. So there you go. No biggie. Not yeah. losing any sleep. Right, right. How about this? Uh, Toyota. You remember last week it was Ford? Yeah. This week it's uh, Toyota. Toyota okay. recalls BZ4X electric SUVs. Okay. Apparently, this uh, over a wheel that could detach while driving. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yeah. Are you kidding me, dude? This is according to Verge.com. Toyota issued a global recall of its 2023. BZ4X electric crossover SUV less than two months after the vehicle was released. Wow. The automaker said the hub bolts on the wheel can become loose while driving, which could cause the entire wheel to detach. Naturally, Toyota is warning owners not to drive their vehicles until the problem is fixed. The recall represents a setback for the world's largest automaker, which pledged to spend $17.6 billion to roll out 30 battery electric models by 2030. Wow, 30? 30, 30 models? Do they even have 30 yep. cars now? Well, you think about it. Like, they'll have, like, a Civic, and there'll be, like, five different classes. Of EX, six, LX. Six cars, five trim levels. DX. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, I, I wasn't realizing that they were <clears throat> subcategories they were counting. 2,700 vehicles were subject to the recall. 2,200 were destined for Europe. 280 for North America. 110 for Japan and 60 for the rest of Asia. Most of the vehicles have not been delivered to consumers, so that's a good thing. 60 or like 60,000? Oh, no, 60. I'm giving 60. you actual numbers, dude. It's 2,700 vehicles that record their recall. Well, the car, the car's out two months, you know? I, I get it. I, yeah, I guess they're they're playing it smart. They might as well, you know, catch it now than catch it a couple of years, you know, or deny it and then have to do it in a couple of years to a lot more cars. Right. Right. But it makes you wonder, like, uh, are you ever safe in a vehicle? Because just about every manufacturer I know of has had recalls like this yeah. of some sort. It, it seems like monthly we're talking about a recall from somebody. And my reason behind it is a lot of times these stories get buried in the news and you don't think of it or whatever. And you don't even know. 
So it makes me wonder how many times have I driven my vehicle in a situation where I may not have been as safe as I thought I was. Right. And it wasn't properly communicated to me. So I, I, I'm I, happy to see these things in the news on a regular basis. But there's been times when I was in the auto industry, I would know about shit from other manufacturers before the news did. And it would take a couple of days at least for the news to get it. And I'm thinking, wow, there's a lot of people driving around in these fucked up cars and these fucked up situation right now. Could be dying. <clears throat> right. It's crazy. Dude. Well, my my Mustang had um, airbags, yeah, you know, that, that would just spontaneously go off. So they had a, a recall on that. Or no, I don't. They, they wouldn't spontaneously go off. They were they were manufactured by someone in a in a uh, an inferior way. So like they weren't up to par. And uh, I literally had to wait like six months to have them replaced. Well, well, the shame about stuff like that is you know what it came down to was a competitive bid. So they gave the money to the person who had, who was asking less for the product. They went with right. the less expensive one rather than the one they should have gotten because it was pennies more on a $30,000 car or whatever. Right. Crazy. Yup. Crazy. Well, so CBS News, this does be true because it's on CBS News here. Starbucks used an array of illegal tactics against unionizing workers regulators of course i thought starbucks was one of these progressive woke companies though how could they be anti-labor well no they're they're anti-spending more more money like every other oh yeah oh okay yeah didn't know if i'm woke and i only go to starbucks because i won't go to dunkin donuts because that might be a little more conservative wow amazing to me at least 151 stories stores have voted to unionize and more than 289 stores have filed with the to hold elections the unionization effort arguing that the company runs better when dealing directly with it as a voice and i i feel the same way i think all important be regional i don't think it should be a blanket through the whole country because uh the cost of living may be different in different areas the cost of labor may be different in different areas because of the sparsity or density of a population. Right. I'm sure they'll take that in consideration. Oh, you there? In the most recent filing, and yeah, in the most recent filing, the NLRB called on the court to order Starbucks to reinstate seven Buffalo workers that the agency contends are illegally fired for trying to form a union. Hmm. Yep. I guess up north, this is a bigger thing with unions. Down here, everything's yeah. like a right-to-work state. They don't unionize. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, Disney's a union. Most of their employees are, are a good portion of their Full-time. Full-time, which is why they only have X amount of full-time and all seasonal and part-time. Right. You I, mean, when, I mean, you worked for Disney, right? You, you didn't have... Did you have to pay union dues? Did you join it? You weren't eligible, were you? I... I don't think I was eligible as a server. My ex-wife, yeah, she was. So my ex-wife was uh, was a union worker. Do you know if she liked that or not? Did she bitch about it? Did she say it was good, it was bad? She liked it to a degree. Um, the only thing she didn't like is that a majority of the workers that were unionized for Disney or are unionized for Disney are housekeeping. And... The housekeeping would basically, when, when it came time for union talks or, or contract talks, the, I think Disney purposely situated the union contract around Christmas. So then instead of giving a raise, they would give a bonus. You know, no raise this year, but you're going to get a $1,500 bonus right before Christmas. But if you vote to contract down and go on strike, Right before Christmas, you're not going to get your bonus right before Christmas. <laughs> so they were buying votes, dude. So yeah, so yeah, that that's that's what that's what that's Disney gang- is doing. But yep. Disney's this woke, compassionate company that cares about everybody under under the rainbow. They yeah. would never do that with the bottom line and stockholders. Don't get me started with bottom lines and stockholders. <laughs> 
Gotta gotta please the stockholders. We gotta get our dividends up. To hell with everybody else. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Bluebell. You're familiar with Bluebell, the ice yes, cream company? Yes. Texas. Texas Bluebell ice cream. So Bluebell is releasing a limited time summery flavor. Mm. And I know how picky you are about food, Mike. So I figured yes. this would be right up your alley. Okay. Bluebell has released a strawberry lemonade ice cream flavor into stores, according to the company's Instagram feed. Uh, I like strawberry lemonade, but I think it would be better as a, a sherbet than it would be a an ice cream. No? No? Well, it's yes? It's funny you say that, because this is delicious strawberry ice cream swirled with refreshing lemonade sherbet. Sprinkled with lemon flavored flakes. Lemon flavored flakes. Yes. Okay. Like like frosted flakes, like corn flakes. Yes. Available in half gallon and pint sizes. And this is one thing I like about Bluebell ice cream. You can still get it in a half gallon. Yes. I'm not I, most all the other ice creams. If we ever buy ice cream, it's usually because it's on sale or something. But you know, and we try not to buy it because I'll eat it. And right. um, exactly. Yeah. I. I you can't buy ice cream in a half gallon anymore. It comes in no. at 0. 0.75 or 1.76 or whatever. So that leads me to my next question, Mike. Yes. What flavor ice cream could you not never see or never see happening or never never see? Well, for instance, I'll give you one off the bat. I'm gonna rattle off as many as well, let's rattle off as many as we can here, okay? Okay. How about this? How about you got a stopwatch on your uh, on your phone there? I can get one. Yeah, let's get a stopwatch. Let's go. Uh, let's go forty-five seconds, and let's see how many disgusting names of ice cream that we could come up with without repeating. Okay. Once we repeat, we're done. Okay. All right. And... Disgusting ice cream only. Ice cream you would never eat. You tell me when to go. And go. I'll, I'll do one, and you do one, and I'll do go. one. All right. Sun-dried tomato ice cream. Bacon. Broccoli ice cream. Honey mustard. Ketchup ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ah. Spaghetti ice cream. Um, horseradish. Horseradish ice cream. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Mozzarella cheese ice cream. Well, then we can go with malt vinegar ice cream. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd, I'd have to go with uh, 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 juice. Shoot. Cream spinach ice cream. Yes, yes. Uh, Velveeta. Velveeta ice cream. Cream corn ice cream. <laughs> and zero. I don't know how many. I'll have to go back and count those, but I can just, mm, I'm, I'm hungry for ice cream now. Yeah. Did you hear that uh, when Jerry Garcia died, you know, they had that Cherry Garcia ice cream? Yeah. When, when Jerry Garcia passed away, they actually came out with another one. It was a limited edition. It's called Berry Jerry. No, I did not know that. Yeah, that was a lie. Yeah, I was, I was looking for the punchline. I thought that's where you were Berry going. Jerry. He died. Bury him. Berry Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not no? no, it's too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I had actually had a, a co-worker that was so upset when, when Jerry Garcia passed away. He was so upset. He had to go home for the day. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you still know this person? Yeah. Well, he's 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 passed away. He died, probably okay. from a drug overdose. All right. Wow. Sad. Yeah. No. Somebody I knew. What's that? That's somebody I knew. No. No. Okay. No. This is back in the the supermarket days in New York. Guy, when back in the good old days when you could find a pound of heroin in a banana box. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I miss those days. Yeah. Jesus, dude. God, crazy. How many people do you think died because that that was found in your store? Oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> sure, dude. That shit don't fly. Yep. Exactly. Wow. I can imagine, dude. I can imagine. How do you know? Do, do you think it was anybody that was related to your store? Or you think it just accidentally wound up? I think in, it as a box that got delivered to your store. Yeah, no, I think it, it started off in, you know, Guatemala or wherever the bananas originated. 
or plantains can okay, cost so they, that, so they missed that box they, they missed, missed that trailer box at at the port so yeah somebody yeah. somebody uh at the uh what 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 do they call what's that place called fulton fulton street in, in the bronx where everything comes in all the produce comes into the nation or at least new york fulton street yeah, i don't i don't know in the bronx fulton fulton fish market fulton yeah all that area where all the hookers hang out in the bronx nice oh because they know the longshoremen guys are coming off the boat with a pocket full of cash right right uh, yeah now, well, i wonder if you if you're over there you got you got boats coming in from all over the world do you have to speak multiple languages or do you just show up a money sign or how's mike, that work? mike 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 english is the universal language all right this... <laughs> it's, it's not really english either it's american you gotta right. learn to talk american exactly. and even in america there's different dialects oh god yeah Yup. Like you can always tell somebody from New York or New Jersey, right? Typically, yeah. You might confuse them with with Long Island, uh, uh, New England, occasionally. You could tell somebody from New England, right? You know, yeah, Massachusetts. Those two, you can kind of. I can kind of. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll accuse people from New York from being from Massachusetts or vice versa. Now here's where it gets dicey when you start heading yeah. south because people in Virginia and South Carolina and all this all the way down sound more southern than people in Florida, don't you think? Correct. Yes. Yeah. There's. There's pockets here in Florida, you know, uh, that that sound a little little southern, but most people here don't have don't have that accent. Now uh, you you lived in a couple different areas of the country. You lived in the Northeast. You lived yep, in Florida. Yep. You live in Texas, and Texas Correct. has some dialects going on themselves there. Yep. You have a least favorite of the dialects there. Well, believe it or not, my wife, uh, San Antonio, her entire life until. You know, two years ago, and doesn't really have a Texas accent. Her brother, more of a Texas accent than than you know the two sisters. But uh, I remember living in New York and thinking, God, Southern accent sounds so ignorant, sounds so stupid. They sound it sounds stupid. It, it just it, it it makes me think people are dumb when they when they speak with a Southern accent. Everybody from the South's a hillbilly, right? Right. Now right. I live I live down here for 23 years now and i hear people speaking from new york and massachusetts and 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 that and those those actual accents and i'm like damn they sound like freaking gutter trash <laughs> and i used to be like oh there's nothing cooler than a new york accent right yeah now that yeah how about a left coast somebody from the west coast california can you can you tell not really no um uh, like Chicago and Minnesota, yeah, they they have a, a different kind of accent where they separate their words and stuff. Um, I, I'll tell you what, that I've always noticed that women from Ohio have a specific look. A specific look. Look. Yep. Okay, what is this look? I can't the, wait. Are you telling the, me the hair like refrigerators? Hair, <laughs> the haircut just like just to the shoulders or above. Yeah. Usually blonde or dyed blonde glasses yeah. and right. they're they're not fat, but they're husky, thick, thick husky, but not fat. Well, you know, and a lot they, of the brothers like them thick, so they're saying yeah, whatever. So, so let me so so when when people are writing the show to complain, should they send it to my email or just comment on Facebook and comment on Facebook? Or, yeah. Yeah. OK. You rat bastard mother flipper. Yeah, you sexist son of a bitch. <laughs> so what do you know? Like, so what I look you know? like a refrigerator. <laughs> I eat a lot of cheese. I mean, what, Mike? You're insensitive, and I can't believe you would make remarks like that about this is a woman's all appearance. This is all stuff I picked up working for the mouse. They all look a specific way. Well, I dude, so like, now you're like, judging people by their looks. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, so be it. Like we like <laughs> like one hundred percent of the population doesn't do it. How how'd you find your wife, Mike? You judged her by her looks, right? No, I'm no? I'm more sensitive than that. I'm the Alan Alda type guy. I'm deep. I, you know, I have conversations and meaningful meaningful exchanges of information with people. The only thing deep over there is the doo-doo. <laughs> Um, 
<laughs> women, women from Long Island. Describe a woman from Long Island. Well, see, that's kind of you see, you're putting me in a corner here because the last woman I can re- remember seeing from Long, Long Island was probably in the 90s. He's <laughs> the hair like six, six inches high. You know, what color was the hair? It's usually like two tone. It's usually like whatever color it used to be and whatever color you're trying to make. It. <laughs> yeah. All women from Long Island look like Rosie O'Donnell. When, well, when you walk up to one, you the first thing you say is, oh, my God, your hair looks great. How'd you get your roots so dark? <laughs> they love that. They yeah. love that right away. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God, did you get your nose done? And, and you know why? Limited gene pool. Okay. They're out there on the island. There's one way on, one way off. Hey, you how know? you doing? How you yeah. doing? But yeah, li- li- limited gene pool because, uh, like I said, there's one way on, one way off, and uh, you know they kind of just inter, you know, interbreed. <laughs> we are no? so. People are yelling at the thing right now. They're shutting it off. They're cha- They're writing hate mail to their governor. Right. This is bad, Mike. Yeah. Uh, whatever. It could be worse. Hey, just as long as they spell our names right, it's both mics, uh, and it's Mike Taylor, mics. yeah, T A Y L O R, and mine is Safka, S O F K A. Yep, that's yeah. that's who we are. So, hey, listen, thanks for uh, everybody watching. We got about four and a half minutes to go here, so I was kind of wanting to finish strong here with something, but I ran out of gas. You got anything? Um, did you hear it? There was a <laughs> there was a police chase out in ninety five. Oh yeah, right. actually, good thing there was. We were able to Shot talk about water, that. Yeah, yeah, eight minutes. Um, yeah, no, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Sprinklers went off this morning, right on time. It rained hellaciously out here today, dude. Wind That's was blowing right. sideways. Yeah. yeah, we have we have a uh, one of these outdoor canopy things. Fucking that. Yeah, I had to take it apart and hope and fasten it down and shit. Yeah, wow, crazy. The um. The, the Motley Crue Def Leppard Poison Tour is at, yes. actually is at Shea Stadium tonight. In, oh, wow. Uh, well, not Shea Stadium, whatever it's called now, in, uh, where the Mets play. So it is, uh, I guess, like the, the fourth. City Field is what they call it. I City think. Field, yes, like Citibank. And when you're uh, Asian, you call it Shitty Field. <laughs> it's, the, I guess, the fourth stop of the tour, right? No, fifth. Fourth, fifth, fifth. They had... Uh, Atlanta, Miami, Orlando, Washington, D.C. two days ago, and then uh, shitty field tonight. And then I guess Sunday night they're going to be in Philly, so making their way back down the coast so they can get to Jacksonville on the second. Philadelphia, home of the battery chuckers. Through batteries at Santa Claus back in the 70s. Really? Snowballs at them, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, I don't like people who pick on Santa Claus, right? Just I, I it. would imagine. Yes. yes. Um, the I thought the battery people were at Giant Stadium, actually in the stadium, and they were throwing them at the football players. They were taking taking the batteries out of their transistor radios and stuff and throwing them on the field. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Right. You know, you mix. That's why they stopped selling beer in the third quarter, and that's why in some stadiums they stopped selling it at halftime, thanks wow. to battery truckers and people like that. Yeah. Battery that doesn't chuckers. affect me anymore. It used to affect me greatly. You used to have to time those beer purchases out. Batterychuckers.com. Yes. What if, if it's a site? We'll have to scoop that up. Listen, we'll thanks for uh, thanks for watching. I want to give a couple shout-outs to my man, Gino Lucy. Check him out on the socials, G-I-N-O-L-O-S-I. If you want to catch some monster fish, he took somebody out and he posted it today on uh, Facebook. This kid, kid must have been 13, 14 years old, Max, and Kid reeled in a 10-pound bass. He's got video of it right there. I mean, just a monster fish. So uh, you want to get you want to go, you want to go fishing, you want to want to make your experience count. This is the guy. Trust me. Just call him. He'll 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 set it straight. Hey, check out my friend Dustin Levine over at the Cabbage Cabbage Patch, Melon Patch Theater in Leesburg. Go see a show. Make a donation, buy something, buy some uh, advertising from him. Make a donation. How about that? And then uh, check out my friend, Knife Hand Stan, over at Jet Set Printing in Orlando for all your printing needs. Mike, any shout out? Hi, Mom. Hey, there you go. There you go. Hey, thanks for watching. Uh, we are going to come right back and we're going to do another one right after this. So, uh, not that you're watching this live or anything, but hey, this was 125. Catch us for right. 126. See you in a bit. Ciao.